Welcome to the Resound Worship Songwriting Podcast, episode 111. I'm Joel Payne. I'm Sam Hargreaves. And this is a podcast to equip and inspire grassroots songwriters serving their local church. In this episode, we'll be reviewing month 10 of the 12 Song Challenge, Refugee Songs, with a special guest and setting a new challenge for July. Where were you, Sam? What? Last month when I was doing the podcast, where were you? (laughs) I abandoned you. I said hello and there was just silence. (laughs) Silence silence across Zoom. All I saw was your empty little office with the guitars hanging on the wall and the sign saying, gone out, be back up after lunch. Uh, what was it? It was half term, I think. I think I was, you know, spending time with my children. You're and... right. You've been working very hard at school. You needed a break. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, it was kind of fun getting all the different people to send in a song, wasn't it? And hearing yeah, lots of different team leaders different, and stuff. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. What have you been up to then, my friend? Um, well, looking forward to Wydale. Yay! Which will be starting, if you listen to this on the first day it comes out, I think it'll be starting the day after. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not able to come to our Wydale retreat, then I would encourage you that there are other things happening around because we've got Elise and Rachel and stuff in the country. So there's lots of things going on around this. So in Luton, on Saturday the 8th, we've got Rachel Wilhelm joining us for a uh, multi-arts day. So she'll be doing songwriting stream and we'll be doing arts and stuff as well. Cool. And uh, there's also on the same weekend, uh, there's a thing happening in Halifax with Andy and Elise uh, and some concerts as well. Do you know the details of those? Yeah, well, I think there are little concerts attached to some of these days, aren't there? So at the Portsmouth one, which is happening right now, if you're listening on the first or about to start so it might might be hard to get there because it does start at 8:30 a.m. so unless you actually live in Portsmouth and you're listening to this with your breakfast you might have missed it but there is a 7 p.m. concert so you might like to uh i mean who knows i don't know the rules maybe you can get in maybe you can't i suspect if you turned up they'd be glad to see you um I'm sure and also after at uh, the Yorkshire retreat on the Friday night there's a concert as well which I believe is Andy and Elise and probably Robin Ruth as well, which is a oh, great. a delightful contrast of styles. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> really, yeah, really good. Um, yeah, we'll put some links to those on the... Um, on the When you listen to this podcast, if you ever go to resignworship.org forward slash podcast, quite often if you then click on the podcast there, we put links to things that we mention. Sometimes I forget, but mostly I remember. Um, and then you can find them. Or... This is like a hot take. There's this thing called Google <laughs> that you could try. And awesome. What yeah. have you been up to? I have been most doing lots of albuming, uh, doing lots of retreat preparation. Um, been albuming with Resound and with Jubilate. Kind of cool. I can't remember if it, we got this far last time, but um, hmm. the Jubil- new Jubilate collection features a bunch of songs by 12 Song Challengers. Which I think oh, is really yay. cool because this is just such a vibrant and productive and talented community, um, and I think we're sort of we're all learning some really good practice and skills and so on in songwriting, aren't we? That means that um, increasingly yeah. 
when there are calls for song i mean it's the same isn't it like with the um the church of the servant psalm contest keep seeing mm. 12 song challenges in there um yeah we, we're dominating we're going to dominate song contests eurovision next time come on <laughs> let's let's do it that would be amazing <laughs> let's, let's we could co- have multiple ones from different could countries do. couldn't we finland could do one from germany and <laughs> or australia oh no they're out yeah. they've left i think <gasps> they, their contract ran out sarah could do the sweden one absolutely yeah um and then preparing for the retreat so this is really cool really excited that andy Pearcey is going to be joining us for the first time yeah. um, and then it's lots of the usual um suspects weather looks all right like the the heat wave is over but sort of still going to be relatively decent weather i think which is always nice awesome oh i love it love whitedale um yeah love the retreat i there's a little bit of me feels exhausted just thinking about it because it is quite intense um but i also i remember you played you you played me back a little video from last time the other day the other day i was talking to sam and he said i've got this little video that you made me record last time which is saying how exhausted i was and i must get people to help with things (laughs) i've been on your case this year i totally forgotten that i did that but anyway yeah so i'm sort of anticipating the exhaustion but also the sheer elation of it and um if you haven't been before the particularly the, the whole thing is wonderful but particularly the final night concert is usually just a i'm in oh, floods yeah. of tears from the start which is uh which is cool the challenge for june was to write refugee songs and we were um joined on the podcast last time an interview from our very own emma billington who works for welcome churches uh, to help set the challenge and i'm excited to say that for the first time ever the interviewee who helped set the challenge has come back to review some of the songs so Seamless. welcome back emma Yay. thanks Joel. hi um obviously it's easier because you're in the 12 song challenge so I, part of the reasons we struggle is because we don't know how to actually let people look at the songs people do sometimes say oh i'd love to see all the songs you do and then i can't work out how to actually share them um without all kinds of gdpr issues so this <laughs> this one works really nicely um emma it was refugee sunday last sunday wasn't it yeah it was Joe, yeah. can you just tell us a bit about what were there things happening you know with your organization with other churches yeah and so on yes yeah, so we put out some resources and we um invited churches to sign up for them so i think we had about 140 or 150 churches signed up oh, yeah. to use our resources so we had a range of things available from um, some produced for this year so we had a video um and things for kids church song whatever um and then churches we, we just encourage them to be as creative as possible so Lots of churches did their own thing, but as far as I'm concerned, any church talking about Refugee Sunday, whatever they do, is is a good thing. Yeah, great. Um, so we're going to have a look in at the songs, um, but before we do that, just a sort of a general a general overview. Of just I know Emma, you've you put in a shift and been through <laughs> lots and lots of songs. I did to see yeah. what grabbed you, just in a sort of broad sense. What sort of things did you see? Oh, broad sense. Um, It was just a brilliant way of spending Sunday afternoon. Uh, I did listen to all the songs that have been posted up till then, which was great. Uh, A real broad sense of a a kind of an outpouring of a sense of injustice. Mm. Um, And then lots of people were saying things like, oh, I'm not sure if I should write this because I'm not a refugee, but then have gone away and talked to other people. 
um, had spoken to people who are from a refugee background. And then people have been really creative of taking different themes. So, and there were lots of songs about justice and injustice, but there are also people uh, writing songs about the faithfulness of God, but also the sense of loss and grief and based on different parts of the Bible. So it was great. Yeah. Mm. That's a really interesting thing, that point about sort of feeling not qualified to yeah. to write the songs or yeah. or afraid of putting words into people's mouths and and so because we're we you know we we're more conscious of that kind of thing these days aren't we yeah i think so yeah i i interviewed um a refugee in our church on sunday and i was saying us brits can be a bit bit awkward and we're worried about getting things wrong <laughs> yeah and i said what are your tips and and he said you know just go for it don't worry about causing offense you know do, talk talk and sort of embrace us as people and i think that's a really helpful thing to 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 try to just just go for it and uh, produce something worthwhile and heartfelt yeah us brits are are worried about offending people from other cultures on on the assumption that they're going to be like us sometimes. yes yeah absolutely what did you think sam um yeah i was uh similar t- um to emma really impressed with the breadth of sort of approaches and um i think you know because you've written a brilliant refugee song joel i'm not sure you mentioned that oh, in the last well, thank you. podcast but you, you've you've written one which i've you know, always thought, oh, well, you know, Joel's written the refugee song now. Why do we need another one? Um, so it's really encouraging to see actually you know, people finding lots of, as you say, Emma, different parts of the Bible, mm-hmm. but then also, you know, some songs written sort of directly at, or at is probably the wrong word, but as sung to a refugee yeah. or as a sort of someone wrote a lullaby or mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And then others which are more about welcome or about, as you say, justice. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, um, of different ways to approach it. Mm-hmm. Well, Emma, do you want to kick us off with a few then that you've picked out, which which um, really kind of stood out for you? Yeah, it was really, really hard just to pick a few. But we're going to start off with um, one from Karen Simmons. He is able. Karen Simmons is in St. Mary's. And I really like this song because it's centred around communion, um, an invitation to a refugee to bring their whole self to the Lord's table. And I thought it was really deeply moving, but really inclusive of everyone, not just those seeking refuge but anyone carrying any cares and the melody was utterly beautiful too mm. so it's a lovely song oh, refugee, you're not
like you say, Emma, um, using a something like communion, which, which itself is an invitation to the weary, to the to the burdened, and so on. It's such a, it's such a clever way of doing it. It's really and it's really appropriate. So the next one is also from St Mary's by coincidence. So it's um, Sue Crossman and Hunter Lynch co-wrote a song called Shelter. And they did another recording with Chris Taylor and Keiko and Chloe Rose. Uh, it's just got a beautiful haunting melody and there are lots of sort of edits, uh, thread chatter, tweaking. And I think the lyrics are so eminently singable. Um, and Sue describes thinking about the Israelites um, and the Exodus story, their freedom from slavery, but then the enormous challenges they faced. And I think for many refugees, once they've found a country in which they can settle, there are so many ongoing challenges related to loss. So loss of home and culture and language and family and job. And verse two, um, it says, Lord, I will not be afraid in this foreign land. Gone are the comforts I once held. I'm still in your hands. My heart is steadfast. I belong to you. Beautiful.
Yeah, I love that. It's really good. Look, those last two, just both songs you can totally imagine using on a on a Sunday morning, like right now. Um, and I particularly love when you go on the on the forum and there's just, as you say, that sort of whole tweak conversation going on. Um, and I guess this is kind of transatlantic for for Sue and and Hunter, you know, sorting all of this out. But yeah, really impressive. Okay, next up then from Ganilli is Justin Carlson, and he wrote a song called Refugee Lullaby. And I chose this partly because it's just gorgeous again, but between 40 and 50% of the world's displaced people are children. And so that's about Mm. 50 million child refugees. And in all the songs I trawled through, I think his was the only one I saw that was written specifically with them in mind. Um, Um, And in December last year, the BBC reported that in Afghanistan, where there are lots of people internally displaced, there are some dads in desperation of buying medication to sedate their children so that they'll sleep rather than cry from hunger. And I just thought, if ever we need a lullaby for children, it's those children. And Justin wrote, faithful saviour, comfort them. They're strangers in a foreign land. Make a bed where they can rest, where they will not fall from their hands. Gentle shepherd, killing them. Their gladness is ravaged by war. Build a house that covers them, where they will be hungry no more. Can child grow in the child is taken from home is the kingdom of God still for the little ones such as these Lord draw them close don't let them go
That's incredibly powerful, isn't it? Um, it it's interesting, having been working on this album of laments um, recently, I've become <laughs> much more familiar with how the whole kind of lament formula works. And, and it's this kind of having this combination of questions and uh, uh, questions and complaints and petitions and asking for things and interestingly this kind of flips that doesn't it because it has the petitions in the verses and then when it gets into the the chorus it kind of let almost lets out the questions the, mm. the, the, um but then returns back to this kind of returns back to the prayer i think it's a it's yeah. a really powerful formula the way it works i love the line in there that, that says uh, their gladness ravaged by war which just sort of sums up how child mm. is just taken away from these these children you know yeah okay one more yes last one uh from tresco and this is heidi's song the god of all comfort and heidi wrote quite a long description i think she'd already written another song and then she rethought it and felt it wasn't right and was struggling a bit and then she did a co-write with a local friend based on parts of psalm 91 whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty and it's a song declaring faith in God, whatever the circumstances. And I think one of the surprises um, when I speak with friends who've experienced things far worse than I ever have and probably ever will, is their response is often one of utter faith in God and reliance on him as the one who will bring ultimate comfort and strength. And often with a kind of a, a deep sort of spilling out joy, which I find incomprehensible because mm -hmm. of them telling me about their life stories and yet, that's one of the response that um, many refugees, Christian refugees, offer is actually God has brought me this far. He has protected me. He has brought mm. me to somewhere that's safe. Um, so I loved Heidi's song and the harmonies in the chorus are just stunning. I will dwell in the shelter of Elion. You will be my strength. You're my refuge fortress I can trust. You will be my strength You will be my strength The God of all comfort You are always near The God of all comfort You are always near terrors I'll not be afraid you will be my strength though ten thousand fall at my right hand you will be my strength you will be my strength the God of all comfort you
good. Great, isn't it? Something slightly Fleetwood Mac about it, I think. Yeah. There Just is. imagine them coming in over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, she um, she says that her friend Rachel that she co-wrote with got the opportunity to lead the song in her church when they had a special church in the park day just so your this was played. just your your sausage what's the expression I'm looking for not just, <laughs> just sausage. my sausage <laughs> that's what we say just your <laughs> cup of tea oh, I don't know yeah <laughs> jam Somebody, yeah, my sausage. jam. Just your sausage. I, I really liked sort of the way Heidi was using um, a minor key with sort of very kind of faithful declarative lyrics and we, we were kind yeah. of with that and that sort of juxtaposition I think it's got that sort of emotional angst between rejoicing but also that sense of, of loss as well so yeah it's mm. good. There's something as well isn't there about just obviously taking a psalm is a good way of doing this but it, they're words which you can sing in quite a metaphorical way and you can sing in quite a literal way and part yeah. of the part of the thing of of having stuff we can sing is not just to remind those of us who are sitting in our happy comfortable lives and so on about the plight of other people but it's also to give something that people who come into our churches who are refugees can sing with mm. us and, yeah. and we're all sort of able to participate in it and i think there's yeah. there's a real strength to that as well isn't there yeah, definitely yeah sam you 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 picked out a favorite uh yes i want to um talk about mike's song i'm afraid it's a little bit of a saint mary's month uh uh but you know we are the best team saint so mary's is the main really. island in Scilly, actually so it should be no surprise that there we go that most come from yes. saint mary's <laughs> no, it wasn't intentional. I didn't. I didn't pay Emma to pick other people from my team. Yes, but name um, <laughs> But um, well, Mike Clifford, uh, he says I spent some time with refugees and ran a choir for refugees and their supporters for many years. I've also read poetry written by refugees and asylum seekers. Um, all the poetry I've read is desperately sad and tough to read. It didn't feel right to write a happy little ditty. Mm. Uh, but he has he has tried to make the final verse uh, a bit more hopeful and a bit more major chordy. But um, it really struck me that we have churches in Luton working a lot with refugees, and um, I'd love somehow to try and connect people with some of this material that people are writing because some of it's just so so strong, so useful. When your home won't let you stay, when the men chase you away. Today is your worst day, I'll pray for you When you run to save your life When you flee from guns and knives When your ears are filled with cries, I'll pray for you Say you should go home 
When they laugh at your old clothes When they want to break your bones I'll stand with you When you win your case in court When you get a new passport When you draw on God's support I'll dance with you When you find a brand new home When you're no longer alone When you make this land your own I'll dance with you dance with you yeah thank you mike that's a really um poignant and this is it's a lovely little structure to it isn't there which holds the whole things together and mean there's something about that nice neat structure which means that you can say quite specific things in each of the lines mm. because yeah. then the, the repeated i'll pray for you i'll pray for you i'll stand with you i'll stand etc when they when they all that mm. stuff holding it together yeah. it's, it's really well written in that way nice one mike well i picked one out as well this Good this night. month um, and the one that grabbed me was by Rachel Johnson, which was a song called A Stranger. And what Rachel does with this one is is basically to sing um, the the Good Samaritan, but from the perspective of the man in the road. And it's I just it struck me because it's got it's, it's got this beautiful kind of lilting melody, uh, and it's quite simple in in the way it sings. But it's a bit like I was saying earlier; it's just inhabiting a story, singing from within it in a way that's just specific enough that we can hear what we we, we recognise it, but also just generic enough that you think I can make these words my own as I as I sing them. Um, so this is yes, yeah, by Rachel Johnson. I opened my eyes and found I was lost All alone in the wilderness covered in dust With a load on my back that was weighing me down I was covered in wounds and my clothing was torn Then a stranger
Funny little mate. song. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> really good. Great stuff. Well, well done to everybody and um, Emma as well. Thank you for um, for helping us through this challenge and for um, sitting down and going through the songs and picking some out as well. And I think you said that um, the charity would be quite keen to have sort of yeah. finished versions of songs and, and help yeah. to put them out. What, what should people do? Uh, well, I've already had some emails from people, which has oh, been great. So great. Um, people can email to me what they would like to email to me. Um, so I put my uh, email address into the uh, in one of the, the Slack channels. Great. Um, so yes, just send them over, and then we'll we'll do a bit of sifting and sorting, and and uh, let let people know if they go up on the website. So yeah. Oh, that's really fantastic! And um, yeah. before you go, we we need a star for this month. Anybody, somebody who has been busy and active on the forum. Um, we are going to go for Stephen Sloss this Yay. month because Stephen not only is uh, as always incredibly encouraging, but he has also stepped up because Rebecca Bees is on sabbatical. He stepped up to help um, take on a bit more duties in terms of looking after that team as well. So this month's star is Stephen Sloss. Star, 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 star of the Um, quickly before we go, Emma, any other honourable mentions, ones we didn't have oh, time yes. to play? I've got a few. So there's Nancy Boot, who wrote a song called We Thank You, Baba. And she said she spoke to a missionary who works with refugees from South Sudan who are often singing songs of thanksgivings. That was a, a great one. Um, Leslie wrote a lovely song, Elimelech's song, based on the start of Ruth, with lots of questions about should we stay or should we go? Can we leave? And then turning to God to be comforted and hope. Um, Daniel Mount wrote an absolutely beautiful, quite quite a hymn-like song um, based on Isaiah 35. And he was a bit apologetic that it was a song to celebrate. But I think part of the beauty of writing the stories of refugees is some people actually do want to celebrate. Yeah. Um, and then Jason Huffendine just wrote an absolutely beautiful song of lament called Will You Be My Refuge? And there were, there were mm. so many others. It was just rich pickings this month. Yeah. Sure. Well, thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Emma. See you then. Bye. 12 Song Challenge. 12 Song Challenge. It's time to set the challenge for July. Woo -woo. Sam, what do you reckon the challenge for July is? Any guesses? Any... Want to make a bid? Uh, um, songs you can sing around a swimming pool with a cold drink. and a... Oh, that's just cheating. You already knew. Um, of course I always do this like nobody knows what the challenge is except we called the podcast the title of the challenge so everybody knows what it's going to be but drum roll big reveal uh, the challenge for July is Creed songs it is Creed songs is that about the? isn't there a film with a boxer called Creed is that that's what it's about I think there's a, okay. a character in um, Batman as well called Creed could be yeah. that um, yeah. Or it could be the historic Christian creeds of the <laughs> early centuries of the first millennium. Um, so you take your pick. If you do a Batman song, <laughs> Sam, we'll know which one you went for. Um, so the, the church has creeds. They are statements of what we believe. And um, they're also sort of historic statements, aren't they? So the two, the, the most common ones are the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed. There's also the Athanasian, which you might um, also have come across. Um, and um, interestingly, actually, after it gets past the Athanasian 
creed, once that one's established, the, the councils that are doing this sort of thing, they ban any future creeds, which is kind of sensible, I suppose. They say, right, that's it, draw a line. We can't just keep amending and adapting what we believe. Yeah. Um, they're statements of of a, a range of the sort, what are seen as some of the most fundamental things. But it's probably worth saying as well, particularly with the Nicene and the Athanasian Creed, they are sort of responding to the culture around them, mm. whereas the Apostles' Creed has a slightly slightly more nebulous beginnings. Um, if we think particularly about the Apostles and, and Nicene, the Apostles it tends to be an I language, I believe, Nicene in we believe language. Um, and the Apostles' Creed, did you know this, Sam, is based on the Old Roman Creed or the Old Roman Confession. So there's a I did not know there's that. a sort of baptismal confession which we first see in terms of any records of it in the second century, so really quite early on. And it's like a sort of stripped-down version of the Apostles' Creed. And then a bit later, a couple of centuries later, in circulation is this broader creed, which is known as the Apostles' Creed, which which is very much mm. appears to be based on that. Um, that oh. early one and why is it called the apostles creed well because there was this sort of notion that the apostles wrote it and each wrote one line <laughs> true <laughs> true story <laughs> which does sound is it like that game you know that game where you, you write a story and then yeah. you yeah consequences, consequences yeah they did it like that consequences of what we believe um so i think most people think it probably wasn't written by the 12 apostles so i suppose it's it's possible it's a possible that it could be <laughs> thank you thank you very much um so that's the apostles creed um the nicene creed is in it's longer it's in more we believe language and it was actually written particularly to address the arian heresy um which was basically this idea that that there was kind of beginning to bubble up that jesus wasn't really god or wasn't completely god in the same way as god the father um and one of the ways they addressed that was was about this idea that actually Jesus is the same substance as the Father, mm. not some sort of different substance. So it all comes down to a very, um, a, a tiny one-letter change in a, a Latin word, I think. It's one iota, isn't it? One iota. Very nice. Um, so it's quite Jesus and the Father focused. And it has you just had a line that says, I believe in the Holy Spirit. And then, so this was at the Council of Nicaea in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And then 50 years later, at the Council of Constantinople, they added more elaborate, because they said, hang on a minute, if this is a creed, we need to talk properly about the spirit as well. As well. So they kind of expanded that and, and got it clearer. So those are sort of the two, the two main creeds that we pro- probably use. So how are we going to go about this? I think there are a couple of options. One is you could try doing a whole setting of a creed in a song. Have you ever tried that, Sam? Oh, gosh. Probably not. No. But it does strike me as probably, in some circles, a really, really useful thing to do. Yeah. Because there are churches which will say that one of the creeds every week. Yeah. And probably, or may well sing them. And so to have a new version of that is super, super helpful. Yeah. Um, I think the challenge with that is because the creeds are so carefully written. Yeah. When you paraphrase them, I think we've, if you probably dig back, I think we've probably done, um, when we used to do Dissector Classic. Yeah. I think we probably did one on the Hillsong. I think we did, didn't we? Yeah. Creed. And that, and that is the problem is that as soon as you start to paraphrase it, you l- may lose things. And then what you've lost actually might be considered very very important yeah. so it's or, a challenge or so, you but, add things which yeah in order yeah. to fill in the rhymes yeah yeah exactly but i suppose 
in, at least in some churches, the most helpful thing, if you could do a setting that was literally word for word, in, in some places that's going to be yeah. incredibly helpful. And actually in places that don't regularly say the creeds, then you kind of yep. feel like a paraphrased version, albeit because you, you missed a bit and you added a bit, it's better than not singing, you know, it's yeah, a good song exactly. to sing because yeah. it's one of those yeah, yeah, songs yeah. that as you sing, it helps you believe. Um, yeah. So we mentioned the Hillsong version. Um, I always loved Kendrick's version. So the Hillsong one, yeah. this I believe, is a version of the Apostles' Creed. Kendrick's, we believe, uh, we believe in God in the, the Father. Um, that was, that's Nicene, isn't it? I think that he's based that one on. Um, I think so. It has that lovely that chorus, isn't it? Jesus, Lord of all, Lord of all, Jesus. Little trip down memory lane. Uh, interesting <laughs> though. How do you write a chorus? That was that was Kendrick's approach. Um, yeah, really simple. We've also got uh, there's a creed amongst the resound worship songs. Chris Juby wrote a version. We believe in one God, which is based on the Nicene Creed uh, for songs for Sundays. Uh, mm. So. We'll play that at the end of the podcast, I guess. There's one we used to do sort of probably late 90s, and I forget who it was written by. No one that I sort of was familiar with at the time, except for this one song. It had a call and response. We believe in God the Father. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Christ the Son. And it was really singable. I remember um, that, yeah. It was, it was, I thought it was really well done. We used to do it a lot for a while. Um, listeners, text we, in and tell, well, don't listen, <laughs> don't text in because we're not here. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and find it. We can add it to the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so these are some of the options. There's also a good, like, there's a in the common worship book, Timothy Dudley Smith has done a, a metrical version of a, of a creed that's in there. Um, Another option, and this is one I'm kind of excited about because I think it could get a little bit dull if everyone just does settings of songs, uh, of creeds for the entire thing, is to pick one line from a creed and write a song based on that. So it's quite, you know, it's quite a a simple launch point and that way you can expand it as much as you like. So, for example, I was thinking in the Nicene Creed, there's one baptism for the remission of sins. Well, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? So write a song about baptism and, and forgiveness yeah. of sins and that, and that connection. You might have to dig into a bit theologically and maybe across all of us, we'll cover all the stuff in the creeds and that would be really fantastic. Um, Sam, I th- think we were talking about this before. You you picked out one holy Catholic and apostolic church as a, as a good line you could use. Yeah, absolutely. So you could expand, you know, what, what does it mean that we're one? What does it mean that we're holy? What does it mean with a Catholic or universal? What does it mean with apostolic? And you could have a verse on each thing. Wouldn't that be brilliant? I love it. Um, Suffered under Pontius Pilate. I don't know many songs that have a real focus on that moment. Hmm. But it's interesting that in the the creed, they sort of felt it important to keep that thing in there. Um, Or the communion of saints, this whole idea of a communion of saints which stretches across the world, but actually stretches through Mm. eternity, stretches into the past and into the future. That would be really cool. There might be other stuff. There might be a line in the creed where you look at it and think, either I don't really know what that means, or <laughs> oh, I don't know if I do. I really believe that, and that might be the one that you need to dig into, um, yeah. and and see where it takes you. Um, and I feel like do you, like do you get extra points if you manage to shoehorn 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 the exact <laughs> wording of the phrase from from the creed into your song. I think you should. I think you get double points if you can do <laughs> that. Points. <laughs> um 
And then one other possibility is there are one or two sort of creedal statements in the New Testament. So, for example, um, 1 Corinthians 15, what we passed on to you of first importance. Um, that I now can't remember how it goes. Hang on. Christ died and was buried in accordance with the scriptures and etc. It's a kind of creedal yeah. statement or yeah. um, 1 Timothy 3.16, which I also haven't written down. It's completely <laughs> escaped my brain. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed in the world, received up into the glory. Yeah. That's a kind of, those are sort of creedal statements. You might want to pick one of those as well. Any other tips, Sam? Well, I once did a song based on that. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ has come again. So that's another kind yeah. of, uh, you probably wouldn't call it a creed, but it has an element of sort of declaring what we believe and is so called, I is that did. the Easter affirmation? Is that the expression? Yeah, it might well be. Something like that, isn't it? Um, and yeah, and so I took, you know, Christ has died as verse one, Christ has risen as verse two, Christ will come again as verse three. Um, but I suppose that one, one just way of approaching this is, this is these aren't subjective songs, are they? They're not, yeah. I feel this, yeah. you did this in my life. They're very objective. They're They're about the sort of taking a step back and saying, who is God? Yeah. What has the church believed in this great tradition? Um, so, and it, it does feel, I mean, I know there's been a lot said about that, but it does feel like we still need more songs that have that element of like, you know, de declaring the truth, reminding one another of the truth. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Creed songs. Not about Batman. All about what we believe. So all that remains is for us to go off on retreat and tell you all about it next time uh, and to play you a featured song, which we mentioned already. So this is We Believe in One God by Chris Juby from the Razan Worship album Songs for Sundays. And uh, well, that's it really. Until next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. We believe in one God, the Father, the maker of the Savior, Jesus Christ the Son, God from God and light from light, through whom all things were made, He came down from heaven to save us and died upon the cross, risen on the third day. Ascended to the throne above He will come again to judge the living and the dead This is our God This is our hope, our faith, our creed It's unshakable Worshipped as the Lord We believe in 
united, standing.